You've now entered the lap of luxury. Prepare your soul for a lavish journey into enlightenment. Okay, so I think something always good to uh, discuss is like lessons learned. You know, I think we talked about before how it's always good to pass along like life hacks and that type of stuff. So I was just oh, thinking like. Hacks. I hate those. <laughs> <laughs> So I was just thinking, like, what kind of things do you do that you feel like, um, you know, uh, you've learned over the last few years that have really, like, kind of not – maybe not changed your life, like, totally, but, like, you like to, like, kind of put a – or um, has definitely been, like, a positive change, I guess. But one – like, some stuff I was thinking about was, like – and we've talked about some of these before, but it's, like, a lot of problems stem from um, – you just either not working out or like not doing some activity. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Conor McGregor actually talked about something like this. Like, and I know Jordan Peterson, I think that's his name, talks about this. Where it's like, if you kind of set like a goal for yourself, like, hey, I'm gonna clean my room today, or like, um, I'm gonna go like organize the bedroom or something like that. It, if you don't do that, you basically, you basically just like shit on yourself, like. Um, <laughs> I guess emotionally or like, you know, with your energy levels. So it's always like if you set something for yourself, you have to like, you got to just go do it. Like um, we've talked about before where Jordan Peterson says to like, just go clean your room. You know what I mean? Like everybody's, everybody's supposed to do that or something like that. And they say like, Oh, I'll do that today. And then, you know, before you know, you're going to bed and nothing's happening, you know? So if you do like the stuff you intend to do, then you feel a lot better. And it's like, it's so much easier. Like if you're watching TV or something, you just got to like hit the pause button or something and go do what you're supposed to and you'll feel a lot better. <clears throat> and then obviously like drinking water and sleeping, you know, uh, the proper amounts. But I think, I don't know. What, what do you think about this? Like, I think, I feel like nothing really productive happens after 9 PM or so, you know, like <laughs> unless you're like, you're on a night schedule or something like that. I think that's about the time, like nine or 10 is like about the time people are like fading, you know? So it's yeah. like, I mean, not to like put this as like a, a, what is it called? Like a hard line kind of, but I think if you go to bed at nine and you wake up earlier, you're like maybe like five or something like that. And you wake up like a few hours before work, then you could use that time instead of trying to stay up from like nine to 12, like, or like nine to 11, like I do a lot of times. <clears throat> and like you get diminishing returns between 9, 11 or 9, 12, as opposed to if you woke up earlier, um, you'd be like more refreshed and be able to do stuff, you know? Yeah. I think, um, <clears throat> I think there's some people who work better late at night, but I, on the whole, I think you're right. Uh, there's not too much you're going to get done past nine o'clock that unless you, unless you did make use of, you know, the whole day prior or day up and like you're still continue continuing that momentum if you like i think momentum is different than just um putting it off till late you know obviously you mentioned if people work nights or they have a specific schedule that's different but um i don't i i think i put a lot more stock in uh getting eight hours of sleep at least um than i used to uh i think just the amount of like that i don't work out as hard as i used to but um, especially if you are getting a good workout in your, uh, I think it helps to get your, 
get your eight hours could get you mentally and uh, mentally, emotionally and physically, uh, I guess, reset, if you will. Yeah. And it's so easy to like, I mean, I was doing like squats in the uh, shower. <laughs> <laughs> You're maximizing kind of, your time. huh? Yeah. It was like, it's like, cause I don't know. I feel like the, <laughs> as we know from the port becomes prey podcast, the, uh, the neighborhood is kind of, <laughs> It's not sketchy, but it's just like it's not very conducive to running. I feel like I don't know the sidewalks are kind of like beaten up or something, but uh-huh. oh, you don't it's run like the street? yeah, yeah, something like that. I mean, I guess I could, but I don't know. It's just I don't know. I always feel it's just not like I, I think I'm just used to back in North Dakota. I had like kind of more of a rural um, area where yeah. I could run and like you know there weren't there wasn't too much traffic and stuff. But anyway. Oh, okay. um, yeah, a lot of the times I'm just like, shit, I want to, you know, I should just drive to base and, like, go running, but I hate, like, driving, you know, just to do that. So um, there's a lot of, like, good apps for home workouts and stuff like that. But, I mean, like, even do – I mean, especially if you have a weight set or something in your garage, <clears throat> you could you could do so much just by yourself, you know, just, like, push-ups, you know, doing, like, a bunch of push-ups, you know um, – you know, if you just do 10, then that's, you know, that's something. But like, if you do like a hundred or 120 or something or a hundred squats or something like that, you know, that would get pretty difficult pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, or a burpee. It's not that much. Yeah. It's not that much on the whole scheme of things, you know, but it's still right. a good workout. Yeah. Cause, and David Goggins, next Navy SEAL and like a motivational speaker talks about how, uh, he's like, you can kind of trick your mind. <laughs> It's kind of like your mind becomes a bitch, you know what I mean? Or like it, it tends yeah. to be a bitch where it's like if you say like, hey, I'm going to wake up early and go run five miles. You know what I mean? Like you're you're going to try your mind's going to try to fight that as much as possible until right. you like go out and do it. So if you tell your mind instead like, oh, I'm going to wake up a little bit later and just uh, run like one mile. And then once you get to that one mile, then you run four more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you kind of <clears throat> trick yourself into, you know, starting. And then once you start, you you know, you don't have to, or you can get the energy to keep going. Yeah. Uh, uh, kind of on that, Mary, like I know you mentioned um, tips and tricks, if you will. One thing I like to do is, uh, and I think this is, this this works for some people, it doesn't work for everybody, but like I have a hard time letting other people down. I think you're kind of this way um, in the fact that like uh, if somebody asks you to do something or like you, you'll, you have a hard time saying no to them. Or if you tell somebody you're going to, like you promise you're going to do something, uh, to somebody you're going to go fall through. So I kind of, uh, I have like almost a, a accountability partner, if you will, or, but it's not a specific person. It's just, I ensure like I'll either write it down or, uh, when I'm talking to my significant other or like my friend, um, I'll tell them, Hey, I'm going to do this you know, tomorrow that way, if I go to not do that, then I'm basically making myself into a liar and I don't want to be a liar. So, um, <laughs> like it, it forces me to stick to what I said I was going to do. Yeah, that's good. And even, I think you're kind of talking along the same vein of like, if you, even if you text somebody or something, that's a, that's a good idea. I never even thought about that. Like if you text somebody in the morning, like, Hey, I'm going to go work out today. If, uh, and I'll tell you when I'm done. And then like you never text them, and they're like, "Hey, did you go fucking go work out today?" You know? Yeah, and yeah. Then like, you're oh like, shit, no, I did. Yeah, yeah and then and then you're gonna feel like a bitch, you know? So yeah, that's yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, another thing, sorry. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, just go real quick. Uh, <clears throat> another thing, like I don't know, I'm kind of, I don't know, I've been working out for a while, so 
I, this one thing I do, I kind of have games in my, I play in my head where I kind of, I don't have a like negative self-talk. Like everybody does to a degree, you know, like when you run, like let's say you go run for three miles and you get about halfway and you're like, you can easily just like, Hey, you know, I'm going to, I was going to run three, but I'll just make it two. Um, I like to basically bet myself. I was like, Oh, I bet you can't make it to, I bet you can't make it, you know, 2.1 miles, you know, instead of you quitting at two, you're like, okay. Then you get to 2.1. You're like, okay, I bet you won't make it to, you know, two and a half miles and go a little bit faster. And then you get to two and a half and then, like, okay, I bet, I, I bet you're, uh, you kind of have like almost purposeful negative self-talk. I'm like, it's okay. You're going to, you know, I bet you're going to slow down right now. Won't you? And then you, you don't, you just keep, you just kind of have like a inner dialogue, not to sound crazy, but, uh, almost just kind of like a kind of wager against yourself, uh, uh, imaginary haters, if you will. Yeah. And that, um, that brings up the idea of, uh, like, you can push yourself a lot more than you think you can, right? Like, I, I don't know if yeah. we ever talked about the Navy SEALs have, like, a 40% <clears throat> rule or something like that, where they they say, like, you – like, when you think you're done, you're really at 40%. Done. Yeah. So you can push another 60%. But also, a lot of people talk about, like – and David Goggins talks about this, too, like, just doing things that suck. Like, <laughs> I started recently, instead of waiting for the shower to get warm – I just jump right in. <laughs> you sicko! You're a psycho, dude. Oh, dude, man, it you're is fucking psycho. horrible. I start screaming. <laughs> you're a psychopath. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rough, man. But I like. I always think like, I don't know if like you know just and and David Goggins talks about this because he's like just to do stuff that sucks builds your like mental toughness, you know. I think it does. Uh, I don't know I if it, yeah. I mean, I think it does, but like, it's like if I do that one time or like twice, does it increase it by like one or two percent? Maybe not, but like, (laughs) at least like I'm like, you know, because I don't know, especially being in the military, we know we're probably, you know, more mentally tough than the average person, right? Just because, you know, we've done PT or whatever else where they, we have to run five miles or something and like, you know, it's, I mean, even if you do sports or something, I guess, like, same thing where <clears throat> they force you to, like, kind of push yourself and that type of stuff. But, you know, it's just the idea of the average person, you know, just a random circumstance. I don't know what it would be, but if they if they didn't think they could do something, then, but they actually could, you know, it's just, like, your mind's just getting in the way. So if you, you know, try to callous your mind, then... um Obviously, you you get closer to your potential, I suppose. <clears throat> I wanted to touch on a point that you just mentioned, um, like talking about like if you do something difficult or hard, like if you only do it twice, you know it's 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 only going to make you know one percent over like whatever. Like it's like I don't think that's a thing, but what I do think you get from that is um, you get so that when you're in a circumstance that mimics that you can you basically have a memory saying oh i've done this before and that like i made it before i can make it again uh, i think that's kind of where doing the suck happens so like sure there's sometimes where <clears throat> and it will uh, i'll say two things about that um i've done some difficult things in my life i guess you will say and <sighs> a lot of the time there people make them difficult because 
they know that this is going to be a very similar situation that you may encounter one at, at some point. So by making it a situation that is more difficult or more challenging or worse than you could have, than you could probably imagine it being, then when you get in a place where it's kind of difficult, you can say, oh, well, I've done this once before, so I know I can do this. And that's kind of where continuing on makes it a little bit more difficult or sorry, uh, makes it a little bit more um, attainable, I guess, if you will. And the other point, uh, I would say it's it's not just doing difficult things just to do it. You know, like I could if I want <laughs> hold my breath every night until I pass out, you know, <laughs> but what like what is the point of that? And, to, and like if, if I'm unless I'm think I'm going to be doing something like that, like that is only good enough for just basically playing games, you know, and I, I do think like nothing against <laughs> nothing against David Goggins, but I think he does some things that are, to be frank, retarded. Um, yeah, but he has a point, you know, he's he is extremely mentally tough. And I think he there's there's points where you can go past that 60 percent, that 80 percent where you can get to the basically 99 to 100. And here's and I will say this in my last point on this. If you make it to 100, you will literally die. Like that's like that's legit. You know, if you're capable of 100 if you're if you're capable of going 100 percent as far as your body can go, your body will literally be used up and you will die. So people talk about going, you know, like further than like. Sure, if you can shut off that those pain receptors in your brain and all that, but you literally die, like what was it worth it for, you know? So just a little bit of realism in there. Yeah, and I always think about like if you were – because uh, like we know that your mind is really what's stopping you, you know what I mean? Like you're getting scared or you're feeling tired. But really if you turned your – if you were somehow able to turn your mind off like completely, I wonder like – it'd be interesting to see when the body fails. You know what I mean? Like if you're trying to like lift weights, I mean, your arm is just going to keep on going until it like tears, I guess, or something. Yeah. But, um, but it's always funny thinking about David Goggins, running partner, because David Goggins is running this much or like, you know, his cameraman or something. It's like, he's running this much. And I don't think it's a car or something like that. So it's like this other guy's doing the same amount of shit that he's doing. So why doesn't he get the credit too, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you what, man. I think part of it too, and I may get some hate for this one, but I think part of it, what he does is a show also. So like, I know like if, if you watch some of his videos on Instagram, you'll see he kind of like the video is poorly edited because, I mean, if I was him, why would I pay for a fucking editor, you know? <laughs> but it's poorly edited so you can see – just probably a millisecond or two <clears throat> before he's running and talking where he's basically stopped moving and then he starts moving and then starts talking to the camera if you will or he'll um he'll be doing push-ups and he'll kind of be looking at the camera for a second not be doing anything and then go into it it's not like he's just running then all of a sudden he's like hey put your camera right now i'm th i think I i'm feeling some words right now let me tell him uh, <laughs> So I think he's got a partner, but I also think it's probably, especially if he's running those long distances, he's probably got somebody on a bike or something and then, um, or maybe even in a car and just hop out, just kind of run next to him. And like, I'm sure he does have people he's training with, but I don't think they're like when he's going out and running 20 miles a day, I don't think, 
and then and then doing like three thousand push-ups or whatever he fucking does. I don't think somebody's doing every single thing with him, you know. Yeah. Um, and then another thing I found is like, as I've kind of discovered before, is because I'm always like, how do we get these lessons learned? Like, how, why do people not pass them along? And I realize like books is kind of the answer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish this was a sponsor, but there's this app I found called Blinklist. I don't know if I talked to you about it. Blink. No. Like uh, you blink your eye and then list, mm-hmm. but it uh, it's got like over three thousand titles of nonfiction, and it basically gives you the um, all like the the like message within like twelve or sixteen minutes or so. So as opposed to reading like I've you know quote read I don't know like twenty books or something over the past two weeks because I just like listened to the main message of them and. Yeah, I, mean, I guess you miss some of the nuance, like little details, kind of, or maybe like the storytelling or something like that. But for the most part, I got like the idea from them. <clears throat> because, so it's kind of like a synopsis of. Yeah, it's book. like a cliff notes almost kind of thing. Mm. Um, I don't but, know how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah, so I think like some of them, like, um, like if you did that with the Bible, I think you wouldn't really get the right kind of message. Obviously, you know that type of thing, mm. but. Uh, I think it's good for some, but if you really want to dive deep, obviously you should read it or listen to it type of thing. Um, yeah. But just a just an idea out there, just to you know tell more people about it because it's a it's a pretty cool service. They, I think you, I pay like sixteen dollars a month and or like it's ninety nine dollars a year or something like that. I don't know, mm. but um, not too bad. So just wanted to put that out there. Yeah, I the thing I'd be worried about that is. This is kind of the not uh, social mediafying our life, but like basically the um, the I don't know what like getting rid of patience, if you will. Um, getting maybe, a quick this, answer. Yeah, this no no hit on you, but I just worry about you know slowing down. Like like I know life is fast paced, and like there's times where we can't really afford to spend you know two weeks reading a book when we can get it and fit like I, I sometimes you just need to know what this answer is in 15 minutes and those are that's value that's very valuable reason but sometimes i think uh kind of like you mentioned like if you have the bible or something it's good to read through it and kind of see all the small like take your time really understand some of the smaller nuance like you said the nuances of it but uh i don't know i worry that people are like if if that service like becomes super popular that people will stop reading books. So if somebody's like, okay, here's a, I need you to, I'm going to, I need you to read a brave new world or brave new world. And they're like, okay. And they listen to the six, 16 minute synopsis. And they're like, well, every, uh, this guy, he, uh, wakes up and he's ta- he's trying to go through this school change. The future has changed. And, um, he's living, he doesn't understand why he's lives in this world. Because it's a really dystopian, but he's trying to live like he's back in, you know, whatever. There's so much you're missing out on that it's, I don't know. I feel like you you can't get in a 16 minute synopsis, you know. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. But again, uh, it, I think, like you said, I I think when you're in a, when you're Russia, like I think having um, uh, like motivational speaker book, I think that'd be a perfect thing for. A 16 minute or like you're talking about one section of like you know the um 
the summer of 1775, just prior to the revolution. I think that's a quick one for the, like that would be good for that, like a 16 minute book review, essentially where you can, okay, that's exact. That's generally what was happening. Got it. Yeah. It's mostly like self-help or, um, yeah, it's not so much like storytelling books. It's more like kind of, uh, not documentaries, but kind of like one was about a guy who wrote about like how he lost a million dollars and what he learned from it kind of. And so they kind of like gave like bullet points, but yeah, I think you kind of miss some of the, uh, finer details, but, um, to go into what I was talking about before with working out and like energy, I realized like, it's like, we're all animals, right? So (laughs) just like dogs, like if you keep them, like if you keep, I don't know, a German shepherd or Husky or something, you know, kenneled all day. Uh, and it's like, you know, only a year or a year and a half, it's going to have like a bunch of energy. And when you let it out, it's going to go crazy and try to like, maybe like bite stuff. You know what I mean? (laughs) So it's like, we all need to let go of energy. Right. So like, that's why, like yesterday I was feeling, sometimes I, um, I work on like stuff, you know what I mean? Uh, and sometimes I notice like, Oh shit, I'm, I've stayed inside like all day, you know? So I got to go do something, but it's like, you don't really think, like you might just be feeling shitty and you don't realize it's because like, you know, again, if you do like a hundred squats or something like that, you're going to, you know, use some energy and feel better. You know, like right. I think it's just like being lazy and kind of a sloth kind of makes <laughs> you like, it's just, I don't know. It's just one of those like chemical kind of things. Not necessarily like just the endorphins, but just like, um, you yeah, doing stuff and like being, yeah, yeah. Like as opposed to just watching like TV all day or something like that. But yeah, I think there's, uh, as I got older, I kind of realized how much it, or, or how much I value just doing stuff. Like if I sit inside all day, I get kind of antsy. I'm like, I need to go do something. Even if it's like, just go walk around the block once. Like, yeah. I just need to spend, like if I don't spend energy or I haven't spent enough energy, I have a tough time sleeping. <laughs> Excuse me. A tough time sleeping. I get restless. You know, um, I think that's, to be honest, you're, you're kind of talking about, um, I guess, lessons learned. I, I think people underestimate the value of exercise and it doesn't matter whether it's like, I don't care what kind of exercise you're doing. If you're, if you're LARPing, if you're hiking, <laughs> if you're, you know, if, if it's just a walk, I think like if you took an hour walk, um, at, during your day, if you're not used to it, man, I think that, I think that burns enough calories for you to just, I, I, I guess burns enough calories to put you in enough of a deficit that you'll get your appetite, you know, you'll, you'll be tired later in the day instead of being tired because you ate a bunch of junk food and just puts you in a kind of like a, uh, <laughs> like your insulin is through the roof, you know, um, or I guess whatever one, which one, one has to do with diabetes. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, it, th- there's a difference between sleepy from that versus sleepy from being at work, you know. Or we've all had those days where you're just been you work so hard that you just want to like as soon as you, your head hits the sheets, you're you're out. I think that's uh, days when you're not doing stuff like that. That's the perfect time to go exercise or go do something that's going to burn a lot of calories, even if it's just mental calories, you know, uh, from your brain working. 
Yeah, and that's another good point too. Like, you should also be exercising your brain, whether it's like a app on your phone or something like that, or like I don't know, trying to do like a um, crossword pr- puzzle or something like that. You know, just right. try to do something to keep yourself a little bit like uh, sharp. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's, I think that's all I had for that one. Did you have something else you wanted to talk about? I couldn't remember. No, I think that was it for that one. I mean, like, also, I talked about it, but drinking water and stuff like that, it, it affects more facets of my life than I realized. <laughs> you know what I mean? And also... So how did uh, you notice that? Well, I think Demo actually brought it up. But I was just talking about how, like, you know, some like I might be sore or something might be like aching or something like that. And he was just like um, staying well hydrated would solve all those problems or something like that, you know. Yeah, exactly. And that could be just um, what's it called? Like placebo kind of thing. But mm-hmm. I think I've noticed if you, you know, drink the whatever it is, eight cups or like half a gallon of water a day. It just I think you feel a little bit better and. um. Yeah, I think it helps with, like, the insulin spikes and that type of stuff. Um, I don't know. Just from what I've been feeling, I suppose. But, like, I, now I notice more often when I'm dehydrated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I think th- I think there's a lot of truth to that. Uh, just because it feeds your muscles, um, you're kind of rehydrating the, I guess, your blood cells. You will, so you can carry, you can start to carry away some of the, um, cortisol that builds up from stress and working out so you can kind of get that flowing through instead of just holding on to and getting rid of just generally getting rid of more waste in your body yeah and along with that too there's some good apps like insight timer for meditation i think that's um pretty good too like i i kind of knocked it for a while but what's that again it could be placebo um insight timer yeah it just offers some – there's other ones like Headspace or something, just apps that offer oh, okay, like yeah. some meditation. I think there's also Calm, but um, Inside Timer has a lot of free stuff. I, don't, I think the other ones do too, but it's just one that I used. But somebody – I think it was Nikki uh, Glazier or whatever her name is, the female comedian. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I should just say comedian. But uh, she, she just talked about how – I think it was her. Maybe it was Whitney Cummings, but um, – they talked about how like using it just like kind of allowed more kind of like the app is headspace. Like it, it just, you know, freed up some of their like mental, um, it gave them more mental clarity. Like it, it kind of, mm. you know, deleted some of the, the waste up there, you know, and like, like unclogged it kind of. Um, and I noticed some of that too, you know, like, especially if you need help going to sleep or something that could help or just like, you know, calming down. Um, it's pretty good. Gotcha. So what's something that you've done, I guess, in the last either recently or in the last few years um, that you've noticed has been a welcome change or has been something nice to, uh, I guess, to do that helps you kind of build a or just feel better about yourself or feel better physically, mentally, uh, emotionally, something like that? I think um, along with the stuff I was saying, I think maybe getting rid of Facebook on my phone. Oh, you got uh, rid of it all the way? 
Yeah, it's not on my phone. It's like I have to log in on the computer. Yeah. So I just I just do that every like few weeks or something and catch up. Mm-hmm. So if people don't hear from me, that's why. But yeah, um, I wanted I, to do that. I didn't though. Uh, yeah, and I think I got to do it with Instagram too. But um, it's just like I don't know. Some of it is like like one of my friends may realize this. Like I was talking about him about it, and he was like, I was like. Oh, it's a good source for news. And he's like, no, there's, <laughs> you know, there's much better sources. But yeah, yeah. And I mean, like some of the, to be honest with you, some of the Instagram um, ads have actually like, got, you know, gotten me to a product that I like really like. Like, I think um, not on Instagram, but on Facebook, I think that's where I found out about Blinklist or something. But mm-hmm. so it's good for that type of stuff. But like, and sometimes it's funny to like read a meme or something, but then I also see ones that I don't like or like, you know, I'm just like, what the fuck? And then yeah. also just like scrolling, like, I mean, it's like me with my um, picking my nails. Sometimes it's like, okay, I got to stop doing that. And then I see my, I feel myself doing it again, you know, without <laughs> even thinking about it. Like yeah. I, like my fingers just go to Instagram when I feel uh, yeah, bored. It's crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's very odd. So I think I got to, I don't know. I, I think it's just a waste of time, you know? And, um, I, I guess maybe more to your question is like, I think the minimalist mentality has really gotten a hold of me, you know, or maybe like stoicism <laughs> a little bit. Like yeah. one of the books actually, it was, uh, skid, um, referenced me to was, I think it's, uh, I, I gotta look it up, but it's something about like, um, trying to get rid of as much stuff as possible. But they kind of, I mean, it was a little bit Bible driven, I suppose, but it kind of talked about how Jesus, like he had like basically nothing. And so he had like such a simple life. So he had almost like the best life in the sense of like, you know, the less, and we've all noticed this too, like the less shit you worry about or like, you know, try to hold on to the, the simpler your life is and the easier and better it is. Right. Like, yeah, cause you're not, you know, you're, I was thinking about this today. Like we're not. I mean, countless studies, I'm sure, have been uh, shown to that people can't multitask. We can only really concentrate on one thing at a time simultaneously. Right. So the the less stuff you can worry about or concentrate on, the better, right? right? And I think we talked about how money should be used as really to save you time. Like it's not like you should just hold on to money. Like you know, like we put time in to get money, and so we should use money to save time. You know, so yeah. That's where, like, if you can, I don't know, obviously, you know, uh, budget constraints, but if you were able to hire a maid or something to clean up for you, do your laundry, get groceries, you know, that would save, like, I don't know, five to ten hours of your week, you know, and that's, yeah. you know, that's uh, priceless, you know, so right. I think just trying to let go more, and I've been trying to get rid of, like, shit I don't use, you know, especially with how often we move, I just, like, you know, I see stuff, and I'm like, I haven't, I haven't used this in forever, and actually... <laughs> Actually, I kind of fucked up. I uh, went through my drive. <laughs> I went through my drives, my like, you know, on on the computer, uh-huh. and uh, I had a lot of like pirated stuff, like video games and like music and stuff. Not uh-huh. pirated, but like, you know, maybe like I got it from YouTube or something like that. Yeah. And then I just like deleted every. Like I deleted some stuff. Then I was like, you know, I deleted more and more and more and more. <laughs> and then I realized like, oh shit, I deleted some stuff I actually want to keep. <laughs> like some, uh, some music that was like exclusive on YouTube and now it's gone or something like that. Or like yeah. I kind of got rid of Spotify so I might just like put songs on my phone, like buy them and put them on my phone just so I could use them when I work out or something like that. But um, yeah, just like trying to, you know, it just made me feel better, like getting rid of more stuff and like, yeah. you know, especially stuff you don't use. But 
Speaking of Spotify, I am probably one of the only people who doesn't use Spotify. I, I have it. I have it pretty much for like two playlists. I have it for Warm Fuzzies playlist. Uh, if you haven't, if you got, if you're not on Instagram or if you are on Instagram, uh, I know a lot of Tac P's know the guy, but um, he's got some pretty cool um, Instagram videos and stuff like that. But anyways, he has his own playlist and it's a really good playlist actually. Uh, I, that's about the only thing I use it for because the reason I say that is with Spotify, like you don't really own any of the music. You're just paying for almost a subscription. And I like to, so I'll go, I get iTunes and if I like an album, I'll just buy it. Or if I like a song, like usually I don't buy individual songs. I buy whole albums. So I kind of like having that and uh, like I can at least download that, put it on my hard drive, you know, and uh, have it for, be somewhat forever until uh, somebody hits us with the EMP and all of our electronics. <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that book I was referencing is called, called the ruthless elimination of hurry. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, I, I was thinking the same way. And I know we've talked about before how everything's going like subscription based. So you, you never really like they, I mean, cause that's like such a great business model for the businesses, right? Like, like Amazon Prime, you know, you pay them whatever, $140 a year, and now you're going to do that for the rest of your life to get free shipping. And same mm-hmm. thing with Spotify. That's kind of what got me too. I mean, now especially I'm listening to more podcasts <clears throat> and uh, other stuff, and I rarely use it, you know. But yeah. even I think some – like the, they have a student discount or maybe like other people have like military or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's like only maybe $5 a month. But still it's like – again, like you said, uh, Hodor is talking to me about this too, like – you when you stop it you lose it all right like yeah, like you don't everything have, you created <laughs> yeah i mean i guess you have it but you still have to use ads and you can't download it to your phone you know that type of stuff so yeah i think i might try to like you said like try to buy stuff and try to keep it but the thing that always keeps me from that is i just hate how many fucking services there are like you're talking about with like netflix and cnbc and all that like, like choose one you know and like like i want the complete um speed's not gonna like this but i want the complete series of friends you know oh god because i watch that shit all the time but um because it was on netflix but now that it's not it's like i want it on a certain service but then or i want it but then if i'm like somewhere else and i'm like hey i have friends you could just log into my account and then it doesn't work because their tv is not configured or something like that then it's like what the fuck you know i own this you know, it's like, <laughs> but I can't get it because, you know, something changes in the future, you know, so yeah, it's up to us. I mean, I guess you're Apple through and through, which um, is pretty universal everywhere, but maybe like for me, Google Play or something. I don't know, but um, that's kind of a hindrance on me, but I think I'm going to trend like pivot to that way. <clears throat> yeah, like, I like the accessibility. So like, for instance, having Apple, like I can... Um, if, if I start a movie on my phone, I can come home and I'll play it on my Apple TV, which that's that's starting to get more commonplace just about every kind of streaming service or whatever you have. Um, it's kind of there. Uh, so I, I like that. But to your point, you know, just like you're saying, like, I think we can both agree there's something to be said for actually owning something and just like physically having it instead of relying on like, you know, people having different compatibility issues and whatnot. Um, yeah and that's the thing is like dvds would be cool too but it's like i don't my laptop 
my TV doesn't have a DVD player. I mean, you can get an external one, but it's like, yeah. you know, that shit's going away too. It's like, it's impossible with this, with technology, <laughs> like the, yeah. the, the technology landscape to like nail down one media. You know what I mean? Like, right. <laughs> you can't, it's too, it's too, like they're, we're kind of just being bombarded with options and it's not great. It's not great. And I think, I think the problem is like people say, you know, uh, you can get, so let's say somebody gives you 50 options and they say, it's great. You have all these options. Well, people are like, well, I'm only going to use 10. Well, sure. There's, there's, there's people on both sides of the spectrum. There's people who they're like, I'm only going to use these specific ones. So thank you, but no, thank you. Then do you have the people who are like, uh, well, I don't know what I, ha- I don't know what I want. So I need to have all 50. So they'll buy all 50 and there's, they're not able to, um, cut out what they don't need, you know? Um, yeah. I, and I, and I think this, that's kind of is harming us because I think it's forcing, because it's so easy to get a lot of these things. All you got to do is throw money at it. People aren't making decisions anymore. They're, they're, the decision they're making is to not make a decision and just take everything. They're not able to, to your point, minimize uh, unnecessary things that they have in their lives. Yeah, you really got to look at like your bank statements and that type of stuff to like see what you're paying for because like God <laughs> forbid you like, you know, bought Netflix and never use it and you forget about it. And then like two years later, you're like, holy shit, I've been paying eight hours a month for two years you know something like that you know that shit that shit yeah that shit can get shitty but um i will say the one thing um spotify or maybe other you know sources have is um like i think shark brought this up is that you can like discover more music you know or something like that that is nice but then again like you could always i mean for that like specific point you could also go to like youtube or do it for at, you know, just have ads and look at it, you know, but yeah. it, it does help in a certain way. But <clears throat> see, that's kind of how I am with. Uh, so in my truck, I have Sirius XM radio and uh, I like it because there's a, a shitload of channels and yeah. I can hear new music. The problem is I don't, I don't drive my truck, <laughs> but, like, you know, I, I think I pay <laughs> I, I think I pay like 60 bucks a year for it. Something like that, because I, I usually give a discount. Don't uh, just, just, like you can be like, oh yeah, I'm thinking about quitting Sears because I don't use it enough. I'm like, oh well, I'll give you a discount. I'm like, okay, and I do that every fucking year. It works every time. There's a quote unquote life hack for you. If you want Sears, yeah. just tell me you're thinking about leaving every time it works. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so I, I like when I go listen, like I drive my car, like my my truck is my road trip machine, so. Yeah. That's when I hear like that's when I hear like new music because I'll go on there and I'm like oh okay, um, but <laughs> that's probably like to your point talking about stuff that you just waste money on doing like serious XM radio is probably the thing I waste the most money on because I use it you know if there's 365 days in the year I probably use it maybe <laughs> 40. <laughs> Like, I that's not that much, like, $60 a year, you know? I no, mean, I was doing the math in my head, like, uh, if you pay, what what is it? Is it $10 a month or something like that for Spotify? Obviously, that's 120 or something, but yeah. um, I think, I know they do have specifically, we're talking a lot about Spotify, I guess, but 
uh, they do have plans like for like you could pay for one household like fifteen dollars a month. So yeah. if it's like you, your wife, and kids, then that's not bad, I suppose. But uh, yeah, yeah, um, and it it is helpful because I think for uh, a lot of those streaming services stuff like, and I think uh, Sirius is this way. You can have it on your mobile, so that way. Like if right. I'm not driving my truck, I can, I'm driving my car or something, or I'm riding my motorcycle, then I can just pop in headphones or Bluetooth to it, and you know, uh, do it that way. So you're still getting some use out of it, but yeah, with Spotify, you need to have premium to I think use it on your watch, so that you can just have your watch and like ear uh, or headphones. Oh, do you have with... one of those? Do you have a smartwatch? Yeah, if, I don't know if I ever talked about. It. I got a Gear S3. Um, one of okay. the Android ones. Okay. I think it's it's been good. I think the major thing I really got from it was um, how many how little steps I walk a day. I guess. <laughs> so yeah. it's made me want to exercise more. I think on the last podcast or something we talked about like six thousand steps versus like ten thousand is like, you know, I think six thousand was the baseline, if you will, I guess, of like, you know, you kind of staying active, which is still a lot because. Um, oh steps on that right now it makes me think <laughs> usually from what i know well so when i was in uh in the op squadron in north dakota i i realized i got a lot more um because i will actually your phone does that too at least mine does uh if you like set it up it can count your steps but yeah. uh so i guess it doesn't really help in that sense and especially if you have to like take it off for the vault or something but like in my new job i've noticed i only get like two thousand steps a day or something maybe you know oh, are you just creeping out more or what yeah i think so and just like you know kind of it's like i don't have as many places to kind of be in a sense mm-hmm. um but yeah so i think it i, I don't know how little of a well, it's like a huge value, you know. It's kind of priceless to like remember to be healthy, I guess. <laughs> but oh yeah, for sure. But it like you know, like if somebody just told me that, I wouldn't need the watch. But it's just like it's just like the small convenience factor of like my phone's in my room, but I can get a text and don't have to go back to the phone to see what it was, type of thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, and see, it's actually pretty. Go ahead. It's actually pretty good with being able to text back on the phone or the watch like small things or like get a phone on it or a call on it. So, yeah. So, uh, I have a Garmin and I, the only reason why well, actually, before I say this, so in your current job, are you not in a vault? That's why you're allowed to, you're, you're able to wear a smartwatch a, a majority of the time. Yeah. I would say I go to the vault like 23% of the time that I went in the op squadron. Gotcha. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that was the main reason I didn't want a smartwatch ever. Yeah, me too. Uh, But now that like I I rarely go to like our vault, so um, yeah, me too. I just I just don't need to. Um, So I I haven't and having a smartwatch is a little bit easier uh, now. And I will say this is when I first got this one, I had notifications on. I could not stand it. I don't like having notifications. <laughs> I immediately turn because I was get every time you know I get an email. Yeah. Any time, yeah. any time I get a text, I I see it on my phone or my watch. Anytime somebody says something in a group chat, I see it on my phone, on my watch. Sorry, and I just don't like it. And I I notice at work, I can tell because almost everybody has their they we all have the same watch or a very similar version of it. 
and <laughs> like well, we have like a couple group chats like squadron wide to disseminate information amongst the different groups well <laughs> like i'll feel my phone vibrate and then all of a sudden i see everybody like in unison almost look at their watch i'm like oh i know what that was from <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know or it it's amazing how attached you are so i, I kind of wanted even though my watch is a smart watch and i have the ability i kind of wanted it to be more of a dumb watch if you will uh, because I wanted to be almost take take that little step of interconnectedness away, so I wouldn't be bombarded by my phone living on me all the time, you know. Yeah, and it, I feel like a, I, I'm basically not a nav anymore once I go into the vault because I don't have my watch, so I don't know what time it is, and it feels <laughs> like it feels so like you know. Uh, non-military you know what i mean yeah i don't like that feeling i don't like not knowing what time it is even though i'm not looking at the time constantly yeah it's very uh disheartening i suppose but (laughs) uh i I will say so talking about kind of some innovations or not innovations but uh routines that you change so uh one thing that i started doing i started doing this i guess now about seven years ago, uh, about six years ago, uh, is I started making my bed every morning. And at first I did it because I think there's this, there's a famous video out there of like this Navy admiral or something, or maybe a Navy captain uh, talking about mate, how he should make your bed. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna, like, I didn't even listen to the whole thing. I was like, yeah, I should try to make my bed. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man, like now I can't not make my bed because if I do, like there's something so satisfying at the end of the day, being able to rip back your covers and just lay in your bed. Like it's almost like having a new bed every night. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's, it's extremely satisfying to just like pull your covers back instead of like just having them jumbled up on your bed. And then you lay on your bed and you have to like fight for it. No, you just slide right in the covers and it's man. There's there's nothing better. It makes falling asleep way easier. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, another one is uh, I got – I don't know if I've ever talked about I got a gravity blanket. Oh, man. I want to try one of those out. Dude, it's actually pretty good. There's there's some knockoffs on Amazon. I got one of those. And I got the um, – you're supposed to get like 10% of your body weight. I got a 25-pounder. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> it's it's – uh, yeah, it's quite annoying to kind of move around and stuff. Like <laughs> It's so cool. I mean, the the easiest way to describe it is like someone's giving you a hug kind of thing, I guess. It's like, it kind of just like helps like, I don't know, make you feel more like coddled, I guess. I don't know how to yeah, say that. They're, gonna, they're swaddling you. Yeah, exactly. So, so I don't know. I think it was pretty nice. So there's something to be said for swallowing because, man, um, <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what, there's no time ever that I feel more sleepy when I was flying was when I was strapped into my chute. Yeah. Like simply because like you sense it down and you're kind of sitting there. It's, you got the white noise going on in the background. Um, (laughs) It's dark. (laughs) You, as soon as you put your visor down, you know, and it's just like, you're literally just getting, I can't tell you how many times I allegedly fell asleep on takeoff. <laughs> because I was like, I just got swaddled, dude. Uh, and then all of a sudden, like, you know, two minutes later, you're like, wait, what? You hold on, like, hold on, what's going on? Oh shit, how did I miss that? <laughs> you're, like, you're already like, you look at the altimeter and you're fucking at like 
5,000 feet. You're like, what in the hell just happened? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, and I always like sleeping bags. You know, I feel like that's like really comfortable too. Yeah, regardless. That's, it's always so nice to just be like kind of wrapped up in there, I suppose. But, uh, you yeah, think especially, sorry, <laughs> go ahead. Especially with, uh, walking, walking has a tent for like nine people. Uh-huh. So it was like, uh, it was like him, his wife, me as usual, the fifth wheel and, uh, <laughs> the, the two, uh, space, uh, space and his wife. And the okay. two dogs. And it was like, it was just so cozy to like be in the sleeping bag and just like talking and like everybody's, you know, all together kind of thing. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> slumber party. It's yeah. an adult slumber party, really. That's kind of odd, but not odd, like odd in a good way. But um, yeah, and more, I think some people even, <laughs> they even sit up their tent in their living room <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Just to like kind of, you know, I don't know, hang out or something or yeah. even in their backyard, you know, but. Uh-huh. I mean, like, uh, my girlfriend, that's what her family does every now and then. They'll, like, go camping in their backyard. I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's what Michigan people do. I don't know. But, like, I thought it was kind of a cool idea, though, no lie. Uh, especially, like, if you're, if you're like, uh, you're a family with, like, young-ish kids, that's something easy to do that's just something different. You know, you can kind of cook out, like, make eggs on a skillet or make a little bonfire. That'd be kind of cool. I could see yeah, that. Yeah, I think it's more, like... I think there was a study done that, or maybe Walken was talking to me about this. Like, if you spend three days consecutively outside, you like it, like helps reduce your stress by like twenty percent or something. I'm kind of making these numbers up, but uh, <laughs> I think just being more outside in nature, you know, the more you can do that and get fresh air, the better, right? So, yeah. I say that except for I've spent like three weeks out in the woods with the army and I got gray hair. <laughs> I literally got gray hair. I didn't have gray hair, and then I came back with gray hair. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I. Uh, but there's I, I. I say that kind of to be facetious, but there's definitely something nice about being out in the woods and kind of being disconnected from um, reality. But oh, I wanted to revisit the uh, gravity blanket thing. Do you think the gravity like? Do you ever feel trapped by it? Like. You know, sometimes you just, like you know, sometimes you just want to roll out, like just throw your sheets off and get out of bed real quick. Do you feel like it's a burden? Like you're like, oh, I just can't. I'm stuck. Or if somebody's like, say somebody tries to grab you up in the middle of the night, like it makes the job that much easier. Yeah, I think it is a little bit difficult, but not too much. Like if I got the, again, I got like the 25 pounder, so that should be for somebody who's 250 pounds, <laughs> like an NFL player or something like that. Yeah. But, if uh, if I got like the 15 pounder, I think it would be a lot easier. But yeah, it is a little bit difficult. Um, but I guess it's a little bit better once you're in it. And then it does that thing where like, uh, I don't know, it just like, you know, because you don't expect it. So you grab it real quick and like try to lift it up and pull it somewhere. And then <laughs> I guess I'm just a bitch, but it like. It, it just like that awkward kind of motion, you know, of like, you know, um, it's like you're pulling it with like a muscle that you don't normally yeah, use. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you're not expecting it, you know what I mean? So you're grabbing it real fast as opposed to like, you know, stronger and slower kind of thing. Yeah. So something fucks me up a little bit, but uh, <laughs> like it's unexpected. But now I'm kind of used to it. Yeah. And then it can pull the sheets down too. I mean, uh, yeah. I think the way you're supposed to use it is like on the couch, you know, like as mm-hmm. like a kind of like as you're watching TV or something like that. But, uh, yeah, I use it in bed. Next thing you know, Port's going to die of suffocation because it's, it's like a boa constrictor on him. <laughs> it's yeah, pressed I mean, down like, his chest too much. 
No shit. If 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 I put that on a, I don't know, like a small dog or a uh, a kid or something, like I don't think they would be able to get out. You know, like. <laughs> Can you imagine put on the infant, just like a kid who runs around, and gets out of bed every night, like try to get out of this you little you little cocksucker here. Put him, yeah. <laughs> put him on there. He's like trying to get out. He weighs twenty five pounds. He can't get out. <laughs> Not strong enough to lift his own body yet. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, this brings me up. Are you still there? Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, here's a question for because what made me think about what you just said was uh, the sheets. Do you sleep under your? And so you know you have the base layer, the the fitted sheet on the mattress, and then usually you have one sheet, and then you have your uh, comforter. Do you sleep underneath the? Uh, do you sleep underneath the single sheet? Yeah, you do. Oh, everybody does that. I can't stand it. That might be. That might be. Really? Uh, yeah, dude. I can't stand that little that single sheet. That's another unpopular. That's an unpopular opinion for me. Well, nah. I think it's. <laughs> I think it's kind of like if you wear a, like an itchy sweater and you have a shirt, and then you put the itchy sweater on, it's better, you know. I think mm-hmm. it kind of helps. I don't know the uh, the texture, I suppose, of the comforter. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, but I just don't like it. I, I prefer a regular comforter. I'm gonna we're gonna reattack this on the uh, unpopular. <laughs> I think we got another one coming up. That's that's one of mine. Uh, but I'll bring it back up. Oh man, yeah. Man, I've never heard of that. I gotta be honest. Yeah, uh, like what gets me, what drives me crazy is like if you've um, like had to share a bed with somebody, and uh, you're underneath, like they get underneath the covers. And you're like, you get underneath the covers. Like you're, I'm on top of the covers, and then they're underneath the covers. <laughs> it's like, so it works sometimes. Like if you're intending separation, great. But if you're not, then it just makes everything way worse. Yeah, I can see that. And um, oh no, never mind. That's all I have. Oh, and what do you think about? Uh, maybe this is too personal. Do you sleep naked or partially naked? Uh, it depends. So I used to not, I used to like sleep with shorts. I had to have shorts and I, I may or may not sleep with my shirt on or no. Now, then I switched to basically just shirt off, no shorts. Now I'm underwear, but I feel comfortable sleeping just naked. But the thing that drives me away from sleeping naked is farting. So <laughs> <laughs> if I at least have underwear on and I fart, I know no poop. I know no poop particles are hitting my sheets, you know. But if I'm naked, it's straight up like just it's out there, you know. Who knows? <laughs> so that's my yeah, driving factor. I guess I never thought about that, but some people who like sleep naked like swear by it, you know. Yeah, I can understand. It's it's a comforting feeling, probably. Yeah, I guess I've never. I've, maybe I've tried it a few times, but I should probably try it more. Maybe I'll try it tonight. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> uh, it's so funny. Yeah, I, I did. So I, and I have slept naked before, and I will say this, since you brought up sleeping bags, um, I found out sometimes, it's, and I didn't really know this until I was talking to some people who um, who spent more time outdoors in wet and cold weather than I have, but uh, they were saying basically sometimes it's good, so like if you're sleeping outside, like say you're clothes, like you go camping, your clothes get wet, sometimes it's good to sleep in wet clothes because your the combination between your body heat and the um and the cl- the heat that's trapped in the 
uh, in a sleeping bag will actually dry out your clothes. Uh, they're made to do that. But also, um, that's like if you need to um, in the moment. So like if you need like to dry your clothes off because, you know, you're going to be doing something else. But that being said, you don't want to sleep in with like, for instance, your socks on or if it's um, if it's really cold out. You want to basically de-layer, like, or if you're soaking soaking wet, you want to de-layer and like have the clothes with you in the sleeping bag, but sleep naked so your body, because like it's made basically the sleeping bags typically to allow you to dry out a little bit better. So there's a couple different schools of thought on it, but um, and there's two different ways to attack for different reasons. I thought it was kind of interesting, and I, I I noticed that like I'd I'd go in there and I would just like I said just sleep naked. And with my clothes next to me and it, everything turned out pretty good. Yeah, I've heard that before, too. <clears throat> At Sierra and also, yeah, they're like camping expeditions, I suppose. Uh, yeah, that's not one of those things you would think about, huh? Yeah, you wouldn't think about it, but. Huh. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I don't yeah. really have. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have you're kind of like uh well oh yeah well uh i guess we just end the episode on that one <laughs> all right that's it guys uh there you go camping tips and tricks for you uh yep all right we'll uh see you next time huh yeah the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individuals and do not reflect the official policy or position of any agency of the u.s government